Welcome to the My Curious Colleague Podcast with your host, me, Denise Veneri. We'll be talking all things consumer relations with a focus on consumer product goods organizations and the brand specialist and analyst roles and responsibilities. So if you like CPGs like I like CPGs, marketing, insights, and caring deeply for your consumers, well, take a listen. Hello, my curious colleagues. Today, my guest is my colleague, Stephanie Fritz, Vice President of Business Development of CallZilla. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I'm so excited to chat. This is what we're going to talk about is an area I don't know a lot about. But before we get into that, let's talk about you. Um, kind of who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I am, like you said, Vice President of Business Development here at CallZilla. I've been here just over a year, just celebrated my one-year anniversary. Um, and prior to that, thank you, prior to that, I was with Pandora Jewelry for about six years as the Director of Customer Experience. So I have experience on both sides, you know, being the the client or the the business owner of customer service and now working more on selling BPO services to our U.S. clients. Yeah, what a great background. Very, very interesting. So what we're going to talk about is quality and how speech analytics can help with that. And let me tell you how much I know so far, because, you know, we like to break it down here at My Curious Colleague. This is what I know. It's not a lot. And that is that we can take a recording, actually a podcast recording. And I know there's a tool um, that we have, that we have, that I have, that I can take that voice recording, plop that into the tool, and then it will transcribe it to text. It will translate it into text. But that's it. It stops right there in the podcast space, at least for me. And I know that this thing has more bells and whistles than that. So let's get into it. What is speech analytics exactly? And yeah, yeah, of course. So what you mentioned is definitely a piece of it. It's a big piece of it. So speech mm-hmm. analytics is essentially technology, you know, AI technology that's used to assist customer service teams with their overall quality management process. So there's various platforms, programs, tools out there. And essentially what they do is they analyze 100% of your recorded calls and or live calls, depending on what platform you have or how it's set up. It's it's analyzing all the calls to really gauge the agent's performance. And in addition to that, it does transcribe the voice to text. It calls out positive moments, negative moments, the neutral moments. It provides, you know, it gives us a lot of feedback on how the agents are performing. You know, are they following procedures and compliance? Are they interrupting customers? Um, Which agents are performing well and which agents need maybe specific training in different areas? So it, it also, it checks tone of voice. So we, you know, configure the program to be able to tell how happy does the agent sound and also the customer too. So is the customer frustrated? You know, how's the tone of their voice? Do they sound like they're pleased with how the call's going? It creates word bubbles for us of the, the top words that are being said over and over so we can identify trends. 
And, you know, so we use it to, to coach the agents, obviously. So our QA team uses the evaluations to coach, to help them improve. We also use it to identify, you know, process improvement areas. Is everybody kind of getting flagged on the same process? Maybe we have an opportunity to train further on that specific topic, or maybe we're missing some knowledge articles on this topic because everybody's a little confused on this. So, you know, it, it helps with coaching. It helps with the business's overall processes. We can gauge customer sentiment. It does, it does all sorts of things based on how it's set up and configured. Wow. So I'm, I'm hearing nothing but positive. Exactly. Yep. It almost sounds like magic to me, Stephanie. How does it all happen behind the scenes, I guess? So how does it do that? How do you train the speech analytics tool? What is it using to then sort of provide all that other good stuff, um, like the tone and the sentiment and you know, how does it know when I'm using a particular word that's got possibly two meanings, one good, one bad? Like, how does exactly. it you know, detect the difference? G- give me a behind the scenes look at that, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's a good question. So for our system specifically, you know, they kind of come with default settings that are set up and ready to go out of the box. That is more, you know, general customer service skills that, that it should, that the tool or the robot is looking for and wanting to hear. And from there, our quality team, so our quality team is still very much involved in this process. Their job is to fine tune the system to make sure it is identifying things correctly. And it might be different for every client. It is different for every client. You know, every client maybe has a different keywords they want to hear, they never want to hear, things like that. But really, our QA team is constantly using call recordings to what they say is teach the robot. So here's a call recording that's great. This is the perfect example of a positive voice or a positive tone. Here, tool, take this and and robot, make sure you understand this is a good example. And here's a bad one. Here's a negative tone of voice. Um, These are the kind of things we don't wanna hear. We also input the keywords. So it's, it's tone of voice, us alongside the keyword. So, you know, your example is, I don't, I can't think of a word, but if you say a word that maybe is a bad word, but if it's said with a great tone of voice, the tool should recognize this is the tone I want to hear just because it's a, maybe it's a negative word. It'll recognize it was used in a positive or, or funny, maybe manner, if that makes sense. So the, the team that the tool that we use, their admin team works with us very closely. You know, they're always helping us to fine tune the system or the robot as we go along the way, you know, with the keywords, positive, negative, overall tone. And also, you know, we build specific scorecards for each client that are built into the system. So, you know, is there specific greeting that a client wants to hear, specific closings? Everyone's a little bit different. So you're still kind of using that manual scorecard that a lot of us used in the past, but it's it's built into the system so that the tool knows what to listen for and what to flag. Right. And you just underscored something. I'm so used to talking, I guess, to big co's. You know, you're on the BPO side and you are training it for all those different clients and all of them might have different, you know, voices that they're looking for or different tones they want the agents to impart with the consumer. Exactly. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, why should teams implement automation 
when it comes to this sort of quality integrity or yeah, quality integrity. I mean, there's lots of reasons. There, there's lots of benefits. We talked about some of them. You know, some of the key ones for me, and especially being that I was in that that person's shoes before. So some of the things that stick out for me is, you know, it's a time saving in a sense. So the coachings of the agents, they happen sooner than they would in a manual QA process. You know, so a manual process, you have someone that's listening to the calls behind the scenes, maybe five. 5% of the calls are getting evaluated. By the time they're listened to, evaluated, then you take the time to pull the agent and coach them. You know, a week could have passed where the tool is doing it almost real time, depending on the setup, but it's real time. If there's a really negative call, it's flagging it. Supervisor's able to almost coach instantaneously to give that feedback so we can see improvement right away. So it's a, it's a timely benefit where the agent can can adjust and fix their issue quickly, or maybe they're just giving bad information. If it takes us a week to coach on bad info, they could be giving that out so many times where now we can say, oh, we did that wrong. And, you know, we we miss or minimize the chances of it happening again. So I, I think that's one good, you know, a solid reason why we would want to implement these tools. Another one is just it helps identifying overall performance, right? So an agent's really true overall performance. QA team could randomly pick three bad calls. What if they accidentally, you know, at random pick three medium to bad calls? Well, what if all the other, you know, 95% are really great calls? So by increasing the number of calls that you evaluate, by evaluating all of them, the agent's performance is performance is really more fairly assessed, which I think is a benefit for the leaders and of course for the agents. So they're getting fairly assessed. And then, you know, a last one I would say is that automation can help the leaders help the agents. You know, we said earlier, I think supervisors have a tough job. You know, it's difficult. They have to empower the agents, coach the agents. And if we can help them identify what type of calls are causing trouble for their agents, they can take those findings and improve the training, improve the knowledge article so that they're they're really providing good help to their team and empowering them to, you know, do the best job they can. Got it. Got it. Mentioned a couple of details in there. I, I just want to pull out that sampling size. Sometimes I forget about it. Like as a, you know, some of my colleagues who are on the big companies, the big co side, um, the company side or the client side, excuse me, are like doing a calibration session where maybe for their brands, they're listening to, you know, two calls, three emails, right? You're just seeing the small window. Now, you know exactly. that our, you know, the BPO may be looking at a bigger window, yeah. but no one can really effectively look at 100% or listen to 100% of, of the calls. I mean, right. So the laws of statistics there benefit from the automation. Totally get that. I like the real time, the real time um, feedback to the agents. Um, th that's happening after the call is completed, right? It's not during the call, but we can talk about. Yeah, there, there's some future, you know, there's some things that are happening in this speech analytics world where I, I think that's to come and maybe is already in place for some companies. But right now, the, we, the way that we're using it, at least, is that, you know, it's it's not real time, but it's pretty instant that we'd be able to coach if we needed to. And is that something that the, the actual uh, output from the tool is like 
sent to the agent or does the agent and the soup have access to a dashboard or what's an example of how that actually happens in a, in a real day? Yeah, that's a good question. So typically it's our QA team that's really dialed in and monitoring these systems in partnership with the leadership team. So the supervisors, team leads, and there, there are dashboards there. There's lots of different things on these different programs where there's like a gamification kind of piece where the agents can see dashboards and kind of compare their results and see how they're trending. I don't think, I don't know that all tools offer that, but for the most part, it's, it's QA working with the supervisor team to take that data and then use it to present it in their coachings with the team. Got it. Got it. And if our listeners have stuck around this far along on the podcast, and I know they have, if you stick around even further towards the end, uh, Stephanie and company have has provided for us uh, a brief 30-second demo of one of those speech analytics tools. So if you have one and you want to compare it to this one or just want to get an idea of this concept in action, uh, do stick around and we'll have that. And uh, they're talking us through the demo and then also you can check it out on video. But we're not done yet. There's more. There's more. You know, I have a sweet spot for CPG, Stephanie, consumer product goods companies, and uh, having, you know, worked for two large ones and even led a small team of analysts at one of them. What are some of the maybe unique pieces of CPG that can benefit from um, leveraging speech analytics? What ideas do you have there? Yeah, so I have an example I can share. So speech analytics, you know, we kind of talked about it. It can help analyze the agent interactions, quality, tone of voice, all that stuff we mentioned. But it can also be used to help enhance data and reporting, which I think is really cool. So we're working with one of our CPG clients right now, um, for example, to build a new set of reports where our we use Power BI reporting. So our Power BI reporting is going to be integrated with our speech analytics tool. Um, so for this specific client, they have a ton of reason codes. They have a pretty detailed program. Um, their business is, is detailed. So there's a lot of reason codes for the agents to select from. And it causes confusion because of how detailed it is. And unfortunately, sometimes it causes a higher than desired number of errors when the agents go to select the type of call that comes in. So with speech analytics, we're designing a speech analytics powered piece of AI that's going to be listening real time to the calls and suggesting the reason code and filling in the specific reason code into their CRM basically for the agent. So the AI tool is listening. It's hearing. It's OK. I know this call is about I'm making this up placing an order. So I'm going to flag that for them. I'm going to tag it so the agent doesn't even have to think about it. And it really takes out, you know, that whole risk of, of someone doing it manually. We have the, the robot essentially saying, based on everything I'm hearing, this is what this call's about. So it's something that our CPG client, super excited about. It's, it's a new and innovative way to ensure these cases are coded correctly, which ultimately helps them make better business decisions. They, it's very important to them that they understand why consumers are calling in. So this is going to help, help them greatly. Is this something that um, I know you're working with this client? Are you like close to rolling that out or 
Like, where are you in the process? We are. Yeah, yeah. I would say within the next month or so, we should definitely have that fully up and running. And then the goal is to to be able to offer that to other clients, you know, across different industries and definitely all of our CPG clients who are interested. Very, Very cool. Yeah. Are you saying that the robot, I like you calling it the robot, actually uh, suggests the reason code like while the agent is on the phone and it comes up on the screen or in their ears or something, right? It's happening real time. Happening real time. Okay. And yep, it populates it's happening the field. Real time. Exactly. And it's filling it into their CRM. So it is filling in the specific reason code right into the the client CRM tool so the agent doesn't even need to do it. Reason codes, like voluminous reason codes, is part and parcel of consumer product goods companies. Exactly. You know, I've been at places where, you know, you have 500 and we're talking across complaints, inquiries, praise, like all the categories. Other uh, companies where they've had less than that. But, you know, it's a hierarchy. It's a tree. And um, I don't know why exactly. I think I can make some guesses on why we have so many versus, say, telecommunications. Do you have any thoughts on that? Why is it that they have less? Is it... um, just the nature of the business or I think it's just the there? nature of yeah the nature of each industry is a little bit different and you know a lot of CPG companies it's it's very important that they truly understand that the detailed issue where other businesses if it's you know it's a hardware issue okay it's an application issue you know you mentioned like a technology type company it's not as important it's not critical to consumers well-being or health at some points you know so Mm-hmm. For for you guys, it's a little more important. It's affecting a lot of people, so we want to get it right. I think well-being is a great way to summarize it. Because, right, food and beverage, you're ingesting it. Health and beauty, you're applying it to exactly. yourself, your hair, your skin. And so it's very personal to your well-being. And then you have a lot of, yeah, you have a lot of governmental bodies also checking things out. Um, And making sure that you do things right. So it it makes more sense. I know that I try to, you know, always explain it to agents that you're guiding also the manufacturing and the quality worlds in terms of, you know, how is that consumer describing taste? Because there's even taste itself could be broken down to a whole bunch of reason codes. So, um, Yeah, thank you. You helped me just sort of figure that out in my own mind. So I appreciate that. All right, let's see. Did we talk about that? Did we we talk about like the future? You we touched on it in the beginning. You teased you teased something out there, I think. What yeah. Yeah. What what do you think for companies who may already you know, have accepted speech analytics and automation and maybe have been doing it for a couple of years. How do you see things evolving uh, to that next level? Yeah, so everything we're hearing right now, and it's really a hot topic out there, um, is the the shift of moving from post-call analytics, which is really what we've talked about today. So it's analyzing the call right afterwards, but it is post. The call ends, the tool starts working. So that migration from post-call analytics to real-time agent guidance. So 
it's actually something that we're excited about at Callzilla. We're, we're hoping to you know, implement and shift towards or, or have it as an option. Um, so basically, while post-call allows you to have the calls evaluated, it provides all those insights and feedback after the call. It's not live. Um, there's a slight lag like we talked about. Real-time agent guidance, that's you know what everyone's calling the game changer. It's, it's definitely a really cool feature. These systems will be listening to the calls or reading the chats, reading the emails in real time to understand what's being asked of the agent. And it's gonna suggest the next best steps in real time to the agent. So the program will start out with like basic knowledge base articles so it, it can help and then it learns as it goes. So as more contacts occur, the tool is learning and it's able to assist real time. I, you know, typing in, I, I think you should say this. I think we should talk about this, which, and, and give feedback real time, you know? So we're excited about it. Um, it can really empower the agents and help them when they're they're on their calls or they're writing their chats. You know, and what we've kind of learned from some of our technology partners is that it's not right for every brand or every program. You know, if you have a very scripted program or you have agents that stick to a very specific script, maybe it's not something that you need, but if it's the right fit, it can it can definitely be a game changer for the teams. Hey, you promised to uh, keep keep us posted on your CPG pilot with one, yeah, yeah, yeah with the reason codes. Sure. Maybe you bet. Maybe we can we can talk to to the powers to be about maybe you coming back and uh, debriefing us on how that's going someday. I would love to absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we're wrapping up, Stephanie. And um, my last question to you, it's easy. If people wanted to learn more about you and your work, what contact information should they use? Sure. So I'm active on LinkedIn. You guys can find me, Stephanie Fritz. I obviously work for Callzilla. And you can reach me through email. So my email is just sfritz at callzilla.cx. And the CX is for customer experience. So, <laughs> touche. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Wednesday night to chat with me on the podcast. It's been really nice getting to know you. Of course. Yeah, likewise. It was so good being, being your guest. So thank you. Let's take a look at speech analytics in action from one of the leading providers of the technology, Awaken. With Awaken, users can effortlessly analyze and transcribe spoken language in real time, helping you gain actionable insights from customer interactions. Unlike manual quality monitoring programs, speech analytics tools like this one can monitor 100% of call recordings each day. As we do a quick scroll through the dashboard, you'll notice customizable reports and data visualizations, enabling trend tracking for proactive support and continuous improvement. These user-friendly dashboards showcase key performance indicators, sentiment analysis, and topic clustering. Awaken also offers speech-to-text transcription, which flags different moments in the call, whether they be positive, negative, or neutral. You can book a full demo with Callzilla through our website, callzilla.cx, if you're interested in learning more about how we use speech analytics to enhance customer experience. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. 
You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague Podcast with Denise Benito. Thank you for your time.